This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The podcast klaxon has gone off on a Friday, which usually means one of two things. Either someone's been hired or someone's been fired. Fortunately, someone's been hired. Welcome to Portman Road, Lewis Travis. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast discussing the town up or down since 2015. Welcome to a live reaction special on the day town make their second signing of the January window. Um, I didn't get to use it last year and neither did Craig or Joe. So I'm going to I'm going to sound the transfer siren. Here we go. Transfer alert. Yeah, Lewis Travis has joined from Blackburn on loan, joining Jeremy Sarmiento from West Brom or slash Brighton. And joining me to give his immediate reaction is Dave Diamond. And we're delighted to welcome from Rovers Chat, uh, an inside track, uh, Dan from Rovers Chat. We'll start with Dan, actually, first of all, because bless you, you've given up your Friday evening to come and chat with a load of Ipswich fans about a player who's left your club. So um, how you doing? Are you all right? I'm OK. I've recovered from it. It's a... Uh... You know what it's like when a player leaves. It's an interesting one, but sure, we'll get into that and discuss, you know, why he's actually left, he would. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of drill into the details shortly. We also need to give you a massive amount of credit for the shirt behind you as well. I assume that is uh, belongs to Morton Gantz Pedersen. Oh, hey, someone you bloody love, surely. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. An, inc- an incredible player, weren't he? He's player. up there with the best I've seen. So, yeah, Ping one. His, one of his clubs, you never know which. Yeah, yeah him, and, him and him and two guy always stood out. Oh. Oh. Thunderbees, ahoy. Yeah, Dave, oh. um, give us your kind of immediate take on this one. Yeah, good. I mean, in um, which has uh, been apparent with our sort of signings, um, well, since since McKenna era in the last two seasons, really. Um, some have sort of publicly came in and sort of, you know, there's been whispers and, yeah, when they've arrived, it's no great surprise. But this came out of, complete left field earlier earlier today um which um has been the case of one or two one or two of our signings but uh yeah um look experienced clearly very experienced championship player um we know we're going to be short certainly for the next couple of games in that area with um with with morsey being with morsey being suspended um Obviously, got a very good pedigree. Came through the Liverpool Academy from about the age of like five or something. I think I was reading, you know, right the way through. For goodness' sake, so obviously, obviously, got a very good pedigree. Um, obviously, very well rated. Well, was very well rated at Blackburn, club skipper. Um, but clearly, has recently found himself, I say, out on the cold, but on the bench for the last for the last few games. Um, I think. Uh, what I read earlier, Thomason has come out. Dal Thomason's come out and said, "Is it Tronstad who's playing in there at the moment in his yeah. position? Is doing a job." And um, obviously, um, Dan, well, you'll fill us in more on this, but clearly struggling for form recently. I think what last lost six out of the last eight or something like that. So yeah, um, obviously all is not quite well. Certainly on the pitch, all is not quite well there at the moment. So yeah, for us, I'd say it's a, you know it's a loan. It's a kind of win-win for us. A, an experienced championship player. Um, in that very much that sort of defensive, well, clearly defensive midfield mm. role. 
and a bit of flexibility in terms of other positions he can yeah, fullback as cover well, as yeah. well. So we'll talk more about that in a second, but we are live. So let's say hello to folk in the chat, um, even to Philip. He's here, Dan, Paul, lots of people here. Give us your views on the signing. And if you want to talk about Jeremy Sarmiento as well, we'll linger around that as well. If you want to talk about Wimbledon or if you want to talk about selections and when these players come in. Um, but good to, um, yeah, we've got the the Travis puns here fbo tracked anyone listen to the man who after mikey tweeted it earlier it's going to be difficult dave he's one of these guys who's got two first names for his first and last name and we are definitely going to mix those up it's but, going to be yeah. travis lewis isn't it it's going to travis be that. Lewis. but a lot that. of people yeah. here in the chat which is great happy new year to folks uh romeo spotted my nice new umbro mm. hoodie yeah loving that um uh, Philip sounds like Magic McKenna has bagged himself a real shrewd signing. Uh, MW great starts the window. Um, yep, and a lot of love for you as well, Dan. Um, thank you for your time too, Dan. Much appreciate to get an Ewood perspective. Um, Romeo thought Rovers looked a good footballing side when they played mm. us this season. I think Travis played in that game. He did, and he got an assist as well, didn't he, Dan? I'm trying to remember who scored the goal. Yeah, the first goal, uh, Sigurdsson. The one yeah. that Sigurdsson put over the keeper. Yeah, um, David saw one Blackburn reaction video that was aghast that this has happened. Well, Dan is hopefully going to fill us in a little bit as well. Um, uh, Bits is here as well, mate. Bits, big Dan in the house. Here's a question. How long will Blackburn keep their current manager as a new one might ask for a recall? Uh, we shall see about that as well. Um, Stephen, wishful thinking here, Dave. Sammy Schmodic next. He, even if we had a bid accepted, we'd never agree yeah. terms with him, would we? He'd stick I, two I fingers think, up. I think he's me. probably out of our league at this, uh, what's his called? 16 goals, 15, 16 goals. Yeah, I think that props takes him out of our league at the moment. Yeah. Um, someone's mentioned Jonathan Douglas. He's ex Blackburn as well, isn't he? he? Jonathan Douglas? He is, yeah. Yeah, yeah quite a while. Um, yeah. Hope he doesn't play like him. Poor Poor Douglas. He, he got a lot of stick, didn't he? I didn't he? see. He looks like Jonathan Douglas, really? As in, uh, maybe stature-wise, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Versatility, a big bonus says Moby. Um, but yeah, a lot of love here. And um, yeah, more Travis songs being put in the chat. Very quickly, just for those, for the uninitiated. So Travis, 26 years old, um, defensive midfielder, can play uh, either side of fullback as well, I think, and has done, and Dan will tell us more about that in recent weeks. Over 200 appearances for Rovers since August 2016. Um, 20 appearances for Blackburn this season in the league, 12 of which have been starts. Uh, no goals, but two assists. And for central midfielders, pretty decent as well. Um, very similar to our own Sam Morsi is on seven yellow cards. No red cards, but has managed to chalk up a few yellows. Um, and we mentioned the assist against Ipswich and had been Rover skipper since 2022, uh, I think, since last season. Drifted out a little bit. Yeah. Um, no uh, no appearances, Dan, in the, in the last two. Just give us... Give us your take. Give us your summary on the situation. It's it's one that's hard to explain, really. So for anyone needing context, Rovers are essentially in a financial uh, situation where the owners are situated in India. They've had a block by the Indian government for sending money over to Ewood. Right. And basically all they can send is the money to keep the lights on down at Ewood. So every two, three months, they apply to the High Court and say, look, we need £11 million pounds or the club's going to shut down. So the Indian government say, yeah, you can have £11 million, but it has to go on the lights. We have to kind of say, look, we're spending five hundred grand on this, we're repaying a COVID loan and all that. So that's essentially the reason Travis has gone. Although he is out of favour at the club, we'd have just kept him around because we need midfielders, we're very short on options. So essentially it's the financial situation he has had his issues with a manager the manager likes his midfielders to be i'd say two midfielders that do more than just breaking the play up which is what travis's main attribute is really of being that midfielder that wins the ball back and then gives it to someone with a bit more quality than him with all respect to him so our midfielders are now expected to pick the ball up drive forward with it play someone through on goal play that wide and that's kind of been Travis's downfall. Tronstad, who uh, Dave mentioned at the start, has really come in and just made the position his own. You know, he's probably the first name on the team sheet at the moment. So, Lewis Travis was sat there in the position of he wants to play football, which I respect as well. I, you know, you could easily sit around and pick up a decent wage, which he is doing here. He wants to go and play football. He wants to be in and around the squad. And I can't really begrudge him for that. Like you mentioned as well, Rich, he's played at fullback at times. He's good there, but it's not his position. He can get caught out like you'd expect for a player playing out of his main position. So he's in this situation at the club where we really needed to get rid of someone for money. That's just the honest situation. He was probably up there with the people that I got rid of, but I'd have sold him if I were going to sell someone. I don't see the point in a loan. 
it makes no sense to me. I'd rather shift him out for a bit of money. And any money we do get can go back into the playing squad, which is another key thing that whatever wages Ipswich are covering of his, which we don't really know the, deal, the details of, Rovers can spend them again. So I imagine that was on the mind. Can we shift out a midfielder on X amount and bring in someone, probably a striker, which is what we need, on Y amount? So, yeah, it's a situation that we don't really want to happen but unfortunately in the position we're in we'd much rather lose him than maybe Adam Water, who people are talking oh, about like they yeah. did with Alex Scott and you know lose that talent so it's kind of the lesser of two evils of what we're losing but you'll listen to the reaction on Twitter Rovers fans aren't happy and rightly so really yeah and, and to your point about maybe some off-field situations that they're having to manage uh, to, they've recruited quickly, though. Um, I guess replacement in the aggregate because you brought in two players: uh, Ben Kriseni, twenty-year-old left back from Villa; Yasin Ayari, who we know from recently playing against Coventry, but although he was subbed off at forty-five minutes, but that kind of tells the story really in terms of these are probably more more inexperienced players than maybe what you've you've lost through Travis, right? Yeah, that's right. And the issue is that the manager's been on this whole season. He's been on the experience of the side because we are a young side. You listen when we come to Portman Road that, you know, the striker started up front and only made 10, 15 appearances. We've got every position except for one or two is kind of a player in either the first or second season. So we're there in that situation where he does have very good teeth, by the way. He, he really does. <laughs> uh, we're in that situation where we need experience and then suddenly we lose a play with 200 and odd appearances and we bring in two plays that don't have 30 between them at senior level. But that's the situation we're in. Whatever money comes out, we've got to put back in. We have a good relationship with Brighton as well. We've got uh, Andrew Moran on loan currently. We've got, uh, we had Jan Paul Van Eck, who's now a key player for Brighton, Reed Kadra that people are listening uh, in recent years. So we've kind of gone to the people we know and say, can you do us a favour? for a little less money than Travis were on. And that's ultimately where we're at. Our aim this year, according to the CEO, was to stay in the division, which oh, okay. when you finish seventh last year, you can kind of see why everyone's a bit cheesed yeah. off. But we've been he's come out in the press and said that a good season would be keeping our heads above the water. And I think this is kind of showing it that we know we're not going to be in that top six chase, which again, I think it's gone up in a lot more quality. How often do you see a club been in a Ipswich position like they've been this year. So a lot more talent in the top six. And I don't think we'll, you know, we'll struggle near the bottom. I think we're just happy to get through this year, keeping the lights on down at Ewood. I'll, I'll be truly honest. Dave, I guess from from an Ipswich fan perspective, I guess there's, there's two things and you've already alluded to. Um, so one of them is I just love how there's no... Uh, rumor mill there's you know there's obviously a lot of conjecture around transfer windows but this gone got done pretty swiftly albeit i think got noises in the press didn't we first thing that something was happening mm. but i guess it's a strange one because it's very rare that you see a loan between two teams in the same division or at least a loan that doesn't seem to have an indication of a permanent deal being set in stone at the end of it give us your it thoughts is. on the kind of nature of the deal yeah it's a it's a it, it is a a kind of an odd one. I mean, clearly he's one of the highest wage earners, you know, he's just signed, I think he's contracted to 26. Did I see something like that? I think so. Um, clearly he's one of the highest, higher wage earners. And it's from what Dan has just said there, it's basically to, to get what well, I say, not get him off the wage load, but to shed some of his, shed some of his wage. So it's probably, you know, as it stands, yes, it's an odd one alone between two clubs. And the same is is quite odd, but I can see it's probably a, at this stage it's a win win for both, and pretty much that's what Thomason alluded to in his in his in his interview, wasn't it? Did I see Dan? He was he was linked with Millwall as well in the summer. I think. Yeah, in, in the Millwall, summer, yeah, yeah. They were talked about putting a bid in, but apparently it was you know quite a rise of a bid. So Rovers, Rovers put aside. Travis's future has been a bit in the balance. I don't know if you saw Thomason said that he has to leave twice at right. the start of the season. Yeah, now I did see that whether that's a good thing for your manager to come out and say about your captain, who's still technically one of your players <laughs> yeah, as well. It, it's a bit of a thing, isn't it? But uh, I mean, it's give, where we're at at the moment. Dan, given the, given the financial situation, I mean, do you see, I hate, I hate to sow this seed, but do you see a situation where someone might come in with a crazy bid for Schmodix and he'll be off? It wouldn't shock me. I, I would, if I was another club. If I were one of wow. the bigger clubs in this league, I'd probably say, you know, 
chuck a few million away, test the waters. I don't think we will. We're not in... See, this is what's strange. We're not in a situation financially where maybe clubs like Bolton have been in before where mm. the lights could go off. Where the Indian government will let us keep the lights on and let us mm. keep paying the staff. But we're in that situation where, again, if someone did come in with six or seven million for Smodit mm. and we could put that back in the squad, I think yeah. we'd be there going... Do you know what? Seven million on this squad. Thomason's proven his record as well when he's gone out and paid money for players. Smodic for his first one, we paid one and a half million. Everyone wow. looked at it and thought, my God, what are you spending that money on? And then obviously yeah. it comes in. Dom Hyam, Callum Britt, and everyone he does actually spend a decent amount of money on has turned out good. So we could be turned. I, If I'm a big championship club needing someone to put the ball in the net, maybe a, maybe a lead to someone that yeah, and maybe just struggling to get over the line. Yeah, I mean, the water. And if, if someone that leads, yeah. someone like comes in with a crazy bid for Somerville, he's that type of play. Yeah. Be a good. Uh, I mean, you, you mentioned him earlier, um, Dan. I really like that Adam Wharton. I think he's great, mm. a great, yeah. elegant-looking player, isn't he? I love that. You guy can keep player. away from him, though. No, yeah. no, no. I'm sure he can. <laughs> well, just a lovely, well, elegant, well, lazy left foot type player. I love that sort of player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to give a shout out to our mate Bits, who's done a super chat on the Friday. But he's, I think this is in your honor, Dan. Um, don't know how much you're paying Dan for his appearance. We've got to pay him now five four ninety nine bits. Um, so buy him a drink. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure Dan's compensated one way or the other. We'll give him some Blue Monday merch or something like that. But thank you, Bits, for your support. The podcast, as always, uh, if you're watching live, please do give us a thumbs up um, and subscribe as well because um, hopefully that this isn't the end of the transfer announcement shows and the live reactions. So if any more content coming um this january and the usual stuff as well but thumbs up is very much appreciated folks as well and please get your questions in for for dave and dan as well we're all stay stick around as long as you folks have got questions um either about um lewis travis or about jeremy sarmiento or about um even blackburn given we've got dan here as well so get your questions in and we'll um we'll chat about those um dave in terms of the midfield config it's one of those again annoying things where we've <laughs> jacob powley i might jacob powley done some a big script of five midfield targets that Ipswich might target uh, target target and this one obviously not on the radar uh, but your thoughts in terms of uh, was was a midfielder high on your shopping list in January we, we know Morsey's obviously a, a bit of a ticking time bomb suspension wise we know Lee Evans is a little bit injury prone Luongo maybe to you know the wrong side of 30 now but having an amazing season um but your thoughts on whether this is something yeah, we, I, we I, needed yeah, I guess so yeah having having so well I mean, if you'd have asked me this perhaps just before Christmas just after Christmas even perhaps I'd have said perhaps well no not requirement but seeing seeing um and, and this is no disrespect because you know he really hasn't had an opportunity really but seeing Don Ball um replace um uh, Morsey for that what one game suspension that QPR game, yeah, it's a big, it's it, you know it was a big drop off. It was a really big drop off. So, yeah, you know you'd you'd think this you'd think Travis would would basically come in and fulfil and fulfil that role that role really. And and when you think with Lee Evans out, well, probably we're not going to. I would be very surprised if we see if we see him again. Um, um, probably Cameron Humphreys is he really up to planning out this consistently at this level um i thought he did okay at left back against um qpr but yeah i don't again at this moment in time i don't see him competing for that central midfield too and you're right about luongo being the long well being the wrong side of 30 so is morsey but morsey's just at a level that we all know isn't he so um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one, you know. I mean, you know, uh, Trey's he's made Travis he's, he's made the right noises that he hasn't come to you know sit on the bench. Well, yeah, that will be the interesting one, given how good Morsey and Luongo to date have been as a pair. It will be really interesting to see how McKenna manages it, really. Yeah, it's an interesting thought you make about Cam Humphreys. A lot of debate has now ensued because we. We've obviously got the deal done for for Travis pretty swiftly, mm. but there is a lot of people still in the squad, including names that you mentioned. Don Ball, Cam Humphreys is happy to stick around as as long as the club need him. But you kind of feel like if Travis can play fullback and central midfield, then that kind of makes him more of a prospect for loan. But what about Brandon I mean, Williams yeah. as well? About so sorry. Brandon Williams. Yeah, I mean, Kevin uh, asks about Williams's competition and cover for two fullback positions. But God knows. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just an odd one with Brandon Williams in it. We don't, you know, we, from what we understand, we don't know this, but from what we understand, that there's perhaps it's more perhaps 
off the pitch issues that he's got. He hasn't really been the same player. I know he picked up that in, that injury, but he hasn't really been the same player since what November onwards, probably when he where we didn't figure for a while, and he really hasn't been the same player, the same player since. So, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see um, see what what happens with Brandon Williams. Yeah, frustrating because he was he was absolutely superb, oh. wasn't he? Absolutely brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll you know we'll see what we'll see what what happens there. An interesting one. Evening to the um, even to the Blackburn fans that are joining us and loyal Rovers chat um, subscribers as well. I'm sure. Who's who's the Mike lookalike, Dan? Is it me or is it Dave? Because Dave's Sean Locke and my Mike. No, it's you, Rich. I think he's on about you there. Is it something about the the hair and the? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to go. It's the. I'm sure, it's he's, the I'm sure he's very attractive. Whoever you've he got is. better accent. Don't, don't worry about that. He's a brummy, so don't worry. You've got the better accent. The I team. appreciate that. Yeah, I'm just going back. Going back into the chat, um, Romeo here. No one can replace Morsey, but hopefully a combination of Travis Longo and Taylor can make a decent fist of it. Dan, can you clarify which side is Tra- Travis? Is he? Is I've kind of. Take, picked him up as more of a right side if in terms of the fullback situation. Can you clarify that for us? Yeah, so if he's fullback, he's definitely going to be right back. He has played at left back, but like Josh says, they're really, it's kind of, we've, right back's a last chance for him. You know, it's one of them where if you need a right back, he'll fill the role. Don't expect him to be this right back that he's going to do a lot for you. Uh, he's definitely the right side of midfield, you know, a midfield two. We've played a 4 2 3 1 for however long I can remember, really. And Trav's always been a part of that. We're looking at his stats, really, for, you know, season by season this year. He's played 20 games, which isn't a bad return, but 42 last year, 45 the year before, yeah. 19 the year before, but that was quite a big injury picked up. And then 43 the year before that. So we're talking, you know, three or four seasons. We've basically been in the squad every game having the odd one out so you know he's a key player or he was a key player for Rovers he's just not fell for him right but right back's his role he's one of them you can put him in if you need him but don't expect a, a wonderful thing uh, I saw someone mention Caden Jackson there as well you've got to remember we're, we're close to Atkinson Stanley so I've seen enough of Caden Jackson so no, he's not there uh, not for us let's put it that way given he's played quite a few games Dan presumably his injury record's pretty tidy as well yeah, the only injury I can remember him having was like a ligament injury, one that just come out of nowhere, and that's for a year ago. So he's always been someone that's been in the squad, really, whether that's playing or not. He's always been fit. It's very rare that, you know, he's not part of a match day squad. And it is an interesting one, that Rich, about, the, you know, saying he's predominantly, obviously, right side, right sounds like he's predominantly a right-footed player because seemingly in recent recently when Luongo hasn't played then then that's when Taylor is Taylor has played um has come in and last week when um it was when Morsey didn't play predominantly perhaps plays more on the right side then um then um uh you know um, Don Ball came into play so it's a yeah I, I, I can see I can see it was a decent signing for us I think Need to give a shout out to David, uh, 20 wow. Euro Super Sticker. Thank you so much, David, for your continued support of the podcast. Um, it definitely doesn't go on Ipswich Town merchandise. It goes on all the equipment, and all the stuff we need to make the podcast happen. So thank you so much, David, for that. Again, if you're watching live, please do give us a thumbs up. And great to see some chat in Twitter as well. I think we've had issues with questions from Twitter. So please do get your comments in if you're watching over there on Twitter. But if you're watching on YouTube, a thumbs up. And if you're listening on the podcast, we appreciate people listening on audio after the fact as well. Um, just give us a five-star rating if you're in Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We very much appreciate all of those, all the kind of dark arts and nudge us up charts and all that kind of stuff that no one apart from me and the pod team cares about um but thank you once again david for for that Um, interesting thought here from clive uh dave um and obviously keen to get your thoughts on this as well dan as well Um, clive mentions obviously travis captain at at blackburn um but maybe captain Ipswich. i mean what was he's missing for two games isn't he he's to say with injuries or something like that that you know it might be a few more Luongo obviously took the armband against QPR, Dave, and I don't know your impression, but maybe more of a kind of lead by example rather than lead by communicating yeah. or giving people a bit of a bollocking. More, Morsey just leads we, in every aspect. That? Yeah, I think so. Morsey just leads in every aspect, not not only his performance levels, but, you know, how he drives the team, just his style, is how he drives the team forward. Um, 
yeah, massive, massive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, I just saw that. Um, yeah, um, if you haven't watched his interview with the club yet, the one with Jake, yeah, and Jake and oh, it's a classic. It's a Peter Crouch, it? it yeah. was a Peter Crouch comment, wasn't it? Um, yeah, Morsey's such a huge influence, I think, on and off the pitch as well. So, yeah, I don't think I think you're spot on about Luongo last week. I don't think he has the same. What's the word? Vocal. Gravitas. I'm sure he's, of course, he's respected by the rest of the yeah. team. But, yeah, Morsey's just a different level completely. So, yeah, again, another another positive as I see it, really. How would you describe his leadership style, Dan? Is he a gear-upperer or is he a, uh, this is how I, you know, I'm going to show 110% and you all follow me kind of thing? I think he's quite vocal, to be fair. You you know, you can see him on the pitch. Trav's captaincy's been a weird one. Again, with them comments today from Thomason saying that he wanted to leave in the summer. Well, why is he still captain? We're always, mm. you know, in the middle of it. But uh, in terms of that, I think Travis has always been good for others. He's been in the position where he's sat in that midfield and he's done the dirty work because we obviously have always had either, you know, an Adam Water next to them who's more of a passing player rather than get stuck in. I think, you know, just to answer Stephen's comments as well, sorry if you were coming on to it, but about Travis improving the team, I think it goes back to what Romeo put before about having the four options. I don't think he's an improvement on Morsi or Luongo, but I think he's a very good option and he's one that if you've got him to turn to now, you're not going to lose too much of it. I think... Mm-hmm. That's such a big thing that you see all these other clubs that have got players stockpiled. You've got to stockpile to have a good chance in this league. You've got to have all them players in. And I think he just complements what you have. I don't think he's going to knock either of them two out of the team. But like you mentioned with uh, Morrissey's yellow card record and suspensions and just playing three games a week, it's not the easiest thing, is it? So I think having him around is just going to be that extra bit. He will boost the team. He will boost the dressing room. Uh, I can't see him you know, having a major impact. I just think he'll be a really good, solid option. And maybe the option that, you know, adds to the squad that you've already got that's doing so well. Yeah. And I mean, do you see Danny, perhaps he remained captain, as you said, you said about the inexperience in the squad. Maybe that's why he did remain captain because there was really no one else perhaps experienced enough. I mean, for me, I'd love, I'd always like central midfielder to be my captain. I mean, you know, just dominates the pitch. So, um, you know, maybe that is, that that's the case with, you know, what Thomason thought. Yep, maybe yeah, so. definitely. There's three or four options. I think that's it as well, that you look at this team and over the, the two have come in, so Dom Hyam's got captaincy now, Sammy Smodix is uh, vice-captain. Them two aren't massively experienced either, so we're kind of in the, you know, there's not many to pick from, but he's a deserving captain. He really deserves to, uh, you know, he really deserves to be in and have that role. I feel sorry for him, the way, it's, the way he's left. You know, like you mentioned, Dave, at the start, he's been here for, it must be 10 years now he's been around the club, started when we are in League One. I, I feel he's been a bit mistreated as such, but uh, it Dan, where did to his, see what will happen in the Where summer. did his replacement come from? Where did Tronsat come from? Uh, Tronsat had played about three seasons in the Dutch League, so real experience. You know, I think he yeah. that's probably the experience we always have had in the summer that we've gone from a midfielder that, although Travis has 200 appearances, he's still learning. We've got this midfielder who... 100 games in the Dutch leagues in three seasons isn't bad at all, is it? So, yeah, I think he's just found himself. He's in that unlucky situation, really, that Adam Wharton's Adam Wharton, so you're not going to get him out of the squad because, let's be honest, he's our financial money for next year or the year after. And then you've got Tronstad, who's come in and done really well. He's just in that position where two players are unfortunately better than him in our squad. Fair enough, and it? It happens. Teams evolve, don't they? And and yeah. off-field stuff as well. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, 
protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Interesting in the chat, Dave, we've got lots of striker targets. If you haven't watched it already, watch um, our video with Jacob, five striker targets. Interesting to see the managerial situation at Birmingham. It's now, it looks like Mogger might end up with someone who's yeah. again managed Blackburn. A lot of Black, Ipswich Blackburn links tonight. I'm loving this. Mm. Um, but that might affect one of the targets we put there. So do watch that on the channel as well. Um, but some names being chucked around, um, I think, People giving with one hand and taking with the other. Charlie mentions Morgan Whitaker, and then oh. Kevin says he's heading for the Premier League, currently out of our league. He reckons twenty five million plus, no, but no, I don't think quite, no. I don't think he's going to jump ship at this point. Although Finazaz is obviously, I think, and I don't think if he did, I don't think he'd go for twenty five million. Not, not quite not, yet. No, not yet. But but I think he's a five million plus, isn't he? Potential, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Boyce here, and I'm just continuing the Ipswich Blackburn love in here. Ipswich got anyone we can borrow? I mean, probably not if you're looking for someone as good as Chris Kiwomia. Blast from the past. Any any Blackburn players you want to chuck out there, Dave? Well, we got Dan here as well. I mean, Roque Santa Cruz is someone that, you know, got to love. They're always back in the day had flair attackers, didn't they, Blackburn? Yeah, we always, we always had a good striker, didn't we? Bellerin, Benny McCarthy. Oh, Benny McCarthy. I know he's not a striker. I just can't get beyond two guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't get beyond that. Oh, my God. Don't worry. Yeah, you'll be loved by Rovers fans for that. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a player. But yeah, in terms of, I mean, it's a, it's obviously a, a, a common maybe in jest here, but in terms of exits, Dave, we've kind of alluded to maybe Humphreys and and Ball maybe being surplus to requirements at this point because of the arrival of Travis. Mm. A, any other thoughts in terms of exits? We've speculated for quite a while on the pod about Jackson and and Adapo, but you need you need to bring someone in first, don't you? Yeah, you do, you do. I mean, I suppose the thing is bringing in these two quite quickly on on loan this week, maybe. And, and I know this was spoken about it on our chat. Maybe you know paves the way for lining up a striker or two on on permanent now, which is which would be let's face it, far better. Um, yeah, the timing of um, the timing of Rooney's departure and Mogger's um, Mogger's appointment might not be great for our our other you know well known well supposedly our well known first first target. So um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see how that how that pans out. But yeah, I mean for me, Ladapo probably, but you know until they sign someone, I don't think they'll let him go yet. But he would be the most likely one to leave perhaps permanently in this window. I would have thought because he's certainly not not really getting much of a look in and it was sort of some bad body language when he came on against QPR. When, well, sorry, when he came off against QPR and stuff, didn't really go for him. Though. He, again, no. he scores. He scores one of those. Well, that, the chance they really unlucky, which sort of like two, hit, hit Begovic and bounced over the bar. I mean, it's really unlucky. He didn't do a lot wrong there. Um, if that goes in, it's totally different. And he's he's up, and who knows? He might score. You know, go and score another couple that game. But yeah, I, I can see him potentially. Clearly, um, I think McKenna sees that Jackson can perhaps. He likes Jackson for, for, for you know for running those channels. So I think for, totally for out and out yeah. for out and out pace, he gives you something different. But yeah, I'd, I'd see if anyone leaving, I'd perhaps see Ladapo, but not until we sign someone. I would have thought. Yeah, um, Roy mentioning uh, Leeds in for Kiefer Moore. That would surprise me. I'm not sure he's dynamic enough for Leeds. Is he the physical presence that we need to replace George Hurst with, though? Dave, I, I would absolutely. Yeah. I would. I, I very again on our chat last night. Quite mixed comments, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm not quite mixed. Fan, quite mixed on that. I just remember his first spell with us. And yeah, but come on, he must have been through. Good goodness me, he must have been through. It'd be great to have a, a full Welsh front four, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> For front three, maybe. Who knows on that one as well. Um, but I mean, yeah. he's looked really good at times. He's a really good when he's yeah. played, ironically, Wales, when he's played yeah. for Wales. He's, yeah. he's going to know Broadhead and Burns, isn't he? So, um, uh, Dan, you're going to need to explain this one. Justice for Bradley Dark. Oh, he's disappeared now. He's off to Sunderland, not getting a game. So, uh, oh, uh, I think a few fans are still. 
I was still missing him. Hesitant to mention his name, but obviously he signed for Sheffield United on loan today. Brereton Diaz. Yeah, that must. It's, it's not been a. I mean, you brought two in, so it's been it's a like, bad day, hasn't it? I need two positives to make up for my one negative. But <laughs> yeah, you it must hurt a little bit that one. Sorry to bring it up. No, no. Uh, to be fair, we were. I think we we're expecting him to go. I'm ashamed. You know, I'm actually a bit sad for him that it didn't work out in Spain, or it hasn't yet. I know we got a long contract there, but for me, he, I thought he'd suit that football a bit more than over here. I think the Premier League, he might, you know, he might struggle a bit. Be interesting to see how he does. Maybe being back home might add that bit extra for him. I hope he does well, but. Uh, no, he got a bit luckier at times as well, but we won't mention that because <laughs> it upsets a few people. Bradley Dak's the one, though. Christ, yeah, the injuries that lad had. Oh, yeah. God, it's just desperate. You know, um, TV TV documentaries aside, you know, just yeah, the injuries, just man. He, just unbelievable. And what a, what a good player he was prior to that. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Roy Singh, Danny, reminds me of the scene in Anchorman where Brick is suddenly stood opposite <laughs> Ron Burgundy's. He's, he's still very much a Blackburn fan, um, but maybe maybe there's a loan transfer we can do. I don't know, Dan. Oh, we'll, we'll the, the, the 499 Super Chat is, uh, we'll dangle that one in front of you and see where we get to. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Dan, if it's any consolation, I did a, I did a lot of short 20 minute, um, 20 minute piece with a Birmingham support oh, yeah. with Jay. Jay was brilliant from, from, from uh, Birmingham last week. And oh my goodness me! This was prior to Rudy Free going. Rudy, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh bless him! He was he was at his wits' end. Bless him! He didn't know which way to turn. Yeah. So hopefully this news today will cheer him up if it if it comes off. Huxatron continuing the, the similar line of uh, thought that I had about Kiefer Bohr, uh, the Welsh connection there. He says has experience, good physique. Um, continuing the good physique chat, and the only problem would be pace. Uh, yeah, certainly not leading the line pace perhaps um matt's got a question for you dan yondar thomason seems to be doing a great job at ewood are you concerned you could lose him maybe alone thomason's a real real big debate in the fan base at the moment like i mentioned the financial situation in the summer uh, happened so it essentially killed off all the transfer plans we had and we had to change a uh, change tact and he's voiced his concerns at that he spoke about the ceo in the press he spoke about how the situation kept changing uh, how the ceo mentioned that all we need to do is stay up and for me uh, people are getting tired of his morning that's because that's become quite a bit of a thing there i agree he's done a good job i actually think he's done a lot better than people are giving credit for maybe from an outside perspective because you know he's brought a lot of academy lads through made them like travis he's he has improved travis i think in his game so there's a lot like that, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who are a bit a bit frustrated with him, a bit annoyed that he keeps complaining. But when you're losing games and there's frustration at other parts of the club, the only place you can really voice your concerns are in the ground, aren't they? So I think sometimes maybe the players get it, uh, the manager does. I think that's it, Dan. And fair enough, what, fair enough, what you're saying, and you know what you're saying about perhaps the support he's got. But you've just lost six out of eight. You know how long. Yeah. How long does he get? And, you know, you lose, heaven forbid, you know, um, you lose, I don't know, nine out of 11 or something like that. Then then you start, really start to look look behind you, don't you? The issue is, can we afford to sack him? That's the main oh, part well, we're yeah, at point, the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you're not, we're in that bit. Yeah. But you're not, no, you're not there. You're not nowhere near that. No, right? yeah, exactly right. And you Sorry, know, when, yeah. you, when you can turn over Norwich and we we bloody love that. Yes, performance. we love that. Although we? it gave us a false optimism there. But yeah, I mean, there's always going to be inconsistency, isn't there, with, given the challenges you've got. And he's, he's doing enough there. And, and I think the other thing as well that... I, I, whether you you are similar to Ipswich fans in this respect, Dan, obviously we we admit McCarthy in charge for quite a while, quite pragmatic style of play that when it's successful, you accept and you live with it. And when it's not, you you don't and you get very upset. A, a Blackburn fan's got kind of an expectation of, of team their team's attacking that that means that Dart Thomason's a fit. It's, again, tough. I think Rovers fans, the first thing he's fighting for the shirt and that's why I think Travis is so loved at Rovers as well because even if you want to follow him technically you want to follow his ability in terms of putting his you know his neck on the line he always would and that's what we're finding I think you know we want to introduce this playing out from the back bit that I'm sure you know when fans see us playing out from the back and a mistake happens you wonder why we do it we've just stuck with it and don't get me wrong it is horrible to watch at times and you sit there biting your nails 
Rovers fans just want a team that fight and a team that if you I think if you come away from the ground and you think we've put that shift in like Ipswich away when you know we did so well to pull it back we lost again people come out of that and kind of said do you know what we've been beat off a good a really good team we've been beat off a team that are good and just better than us we don't mind it's when you're throwing it on to the mouth that was kill people I know the game ended 4-3 and it seems silly to say that, but it was a hell of a game. Blackburn yeah, was yeah. really good. They played some yeah. great stuff that day. I mean, really that, that, that first goal, goal Sigerson was really oh, brutal. Wasn't that a goal from Smodix? I mean, the curler into the oh. you know the left side net yeah. was great it's goal. It was a worldie, didn't it? It was a Luongo worldie to, to win it half I think volley. that's it, though, as well, that every team we've played this year have said, God, Rovers are good, but we keep losing to them. Like the whole manager did the double over us and then he come out and said, oh, I'm really happy I don't have to play Rovers again. And you're kind of like, you pick six points up against us. You can't be yeah. that. You know, that happens. you every week. Yeah. Yeah. That's been the thing that, like, start of the season, we went to, uh, we lost at Hull at home. Manager really bigged us up. We went down to Plymouth and got beat 3 0, and everyone talks about how good we played, which you obviously don't see when it's your own club, do you? You kind of just, more annoyed at the result. Uh, the amount of teams, well, we did, we did got to Norwich and batter them, but that's it. That's the thing at the moment that we've played well that many times. Everyone's just like, yeah, but when's it going to click? How long do you wait for it to click? Because we keep going, do you know what? There's something there, but if you can't add to the squad anywhere and we keep losing games, it kind of becomes the point of, right, how many times can we say it's good before we start saying, where do we get results from? It's, yeah, it's tough. Uh, the the chat is is really interesting. Um, <laughs> thank you to um, Mr. Boyce. My hot take aside, this this seems like a really decent channel. So thank you for joining us there. Big shout, uh, big heads up ahead of the return fixture at Ewood Park. We have a pre-match show that goes out live on a Thursday night. If you follow Ben Bloom's stuff, who's part of our pod team, we're straight after him and Sam Parker. And we try to be quite even-handed with our assessment of the opposition to give our fans the insights ahead of the game. So come and join us for that. We we really love to get opposition views on, on that kind of stuff. And we are live twice a week, Sunday, 8 p.m., Thursday, 8 p.m. So do come and join us there, albeit we will be talking about Ipswich. So, you know, you will get lied to. Um, but yeah, some mentions of Chris Sutton. I'm going to leave that there because we don't want to talk no. about him. Um, Michael asked about, is he is he going to score? We, we talk about two guy and the like. Is he want to score a thunder bastard? Maybe the assists are more um, relevant in Travis's case than the goal scored, Dan. Is that fair? Yeah, that's it. I think Travis, you don't judge him off stats. You really, off numbers like goals and that. I think you judge Travis off, can he break that play up? Can he get the ball forward? I think this is it, though. Rovers don't have that expectation on the midfielders as such. It's always been, can you just break that play up? Can you be that link in the midfield between the defence and the attack? Because we missed it for so many years. And that's what Travis will do for you. Win the ball back. Don't expect him to score goals. His first goal actually came at Norwich. Uh, I saw a Norwich fan asking who he was before and all that. But yeah, that's it. That Travis don't get many goals. What he does do, he breaks the play up. He gives it off without being harsh. And it always sounds really disrespectful when I say it. And I feel bad for saying it. He gives it to the players that are better than him and lets them yeah. do the job. And I think that's such a thing about him that, you know, what people maybe underestimate because when you're struggling for goals, you start asking everyone else to chip in when realistically he's just doing his job of winning the ball back. So it'll be a good addition. I've no doubt whatsoever that it'll be good. Uh, and to answer that question, yes, 100%. He's in the Morsi category of yellow cards. Either. Yeah, but that's fine. He can. Uh, one we, we don't mind that. He could join the club. At least he's not yeah. on nine, so he's not a he's not a walking situation there. And we will be. I suspect he'll be playing against Sunderland when he as well, Dave. I just very quickly there put up on the screen. Apologies for those listening on the podcast. Um, these are the kind of against players in the same position where Travis ranks in that kind of a, as a percentile. So green is good, orange is okay, and red is bad. And in terms of successful dribbles, touches in the opposition box, fouls one as well, which is an interesting metric there. Tackles one, duels one, interceptions one, yeah, like possession one in the final third. He ranks amongst the highest in the divisions there. So you can see maybe some of the the logic there or the type of players, yep. the type of player he is. So that maybe tells some of the story there. We're going to go on for another couple of minutes. So get your final thoughts and our questions in for Dave or Dan before we do do some final bits and pieces. Worth noting, I mentioned a couple of transfer target shows that we put out on our YouTube channel. 
one for forwards and one for midfielders, which is still interesting and relevant. Um, if you're a Blackburn fan, maybe there's some shopping lists that we can help you populate there. So five targets. Uh, we've done some research. Uh, our mate Jacob's done some research there. So do go and watch those. Give us your thoughts in the comments about those as well. Also done an interview with Ipswich Town women boss, Joe Sheehan, ahead of their team's re- um, resumption of their league form or their league program, I should say, on Sunday away at Oxford. Really insightful stuff from Joe. Obviously a really great leader, great coach really some interesting stuff there on what's going on with the women's team and as i mentioned the flagship show back on sunday 8 p.m live looking back on wimbledon away in the fa cup very quickly on that dave uh mckenna's mentioned putting out a very competitive side does that mean there'll be rotation or there won't be rotation i think there'll be some rotation won't there Bound goal? yes i thought so wouldn't you why not yes yeah need to need to give him a game at some point so yeah i mean funny enough we may also chris sutton's um chris sutton's prediction on on bbc um he, he thinks that it would won't be a giant killer because he said he thinks we'll chop and change the team and there will be rotation so that could be a that could perhaps be be a lower division team beating being a team from a higher division so it'd be nice again you know we know where we are in the we where we are in the division fa cup won't be our focus this year however it's still nice to have a little run isn't it we like yeah we wouldn't, we wouldn't mind that we wouldn't mind that so um so yeah um yeah being interesting again not one i, I would i hazard a guess at what side he'll put out he'll sorry i would have thought so yeah if he's fit if he's fit enough i'd have thought he'd he'd certainly figure wouldn't you um yeah. interesting to see if he plays morsey actually do you see that yeah probably would I'd, yeah. I'd have him in there because he makes a difference for us, doesn't he? So, um, and he's he's going to be out for the next I mean, weeks. I mean, he's that important. I still maintain, had he played against QPR, would have won that game. I think you're probably right. Yes, there as well. just, yeah. Dan, um, are you feeling the magic of the FA Cup <laughs> when you host Cambridge tomorrow? Oh, you're home, Dan. All right. Yeah, that's it. I hate these games. will be about 5,000 on. Uh, we'll end up just, we'll win, I think. But, uh, no, I want a big driver. A big driver just get out the cup. But the situation we're in as well, you you start thinking, could we be the ones that are labelled as being battered off a lower league club? Probably. But uh, no, we'll have to see. <laughs> Should have enough at home. And I think so. I, I mean, it's, it's we have to... Men- uh, sorry to do this to you, Dan. I've, I've, I've just, it's just like a hat trick of like unfortunate references that I want to mention. But it, there's a a pretty important FA Cup victory for Ipswich Town at Blackburn Rovers, Dave. Do you remember that? Alan Shearer, there's no easy games apart from Ipswich at home. And then Paul Mason in the last minute of injury. Oh, no. Added time, extra time, wasn't it? Um, snuck the winners. Like 95, 96, you probably weren't even born, Dan. But for a young, as a young Ipswich Town fan at the time, well, that was quite a meaningful moment for us, having been recently relegated from the Premier League. And Richard Wright, wasn't his debut, was it, Dave? Might have uh, been, no, it wasn't. No, he played before no, them. It wasn't. He, was he just, came in for Forest. He, he, he saved everything, didn't he, that night? Yeah. That was something yeah. we're playing in those lovely green and maroon shirts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, more blasts from the past. Trevor asked Dan, is he old enough to remember Simon Garner? Of course, Simon I'm, Garner. No, we did have him on the podcast, though, for a, a little hey, plug. Hey, in. Hey, I to watch that two weeks ago. Uh, really good ah. podcast if you want to check it out. No, yeah, I don't. Let's know where to Mate. find you. Yeah, uh, you can find us on YouTube at Rovers Chat. Search us on any of the uh, audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and you can also find us on X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it, at Rovers Chat underscore. If anyone wants to see us mourn uh, after a game and mourn before a game, you're more than welcome to. We might be positive by the time we play. You never know. It's, yeah. it's Rovers. Well, we've we've added you on on X, and we've also added you in the YouTube description as well. So uh, do do you. give go and subscribe or check out the guys there and give them some support as well. And um, very quickly, we'll, we'll rattle through these because I've I've already promised that we're going to finish, and we, the numbers are still good. So extra time, added time, VAR time, or whatever. Um, high press. Michael asks Dan, is he a high presser? Yeah, that's what we've been doing this year. We've tried it in the last year or so as well. He'll do it. He'll run for you. That's one of his things as well. He'll be going till the 90th minute because he can just constantly run and constantly go. Dave, um, uh, one of our resident Blackburn fans, asked us about the possibility of automatic. (laughs) Um, Matt Letizio is back in Southampton, obviously. Um, No comment there on... Yeah, you've you've got to, haven't you? Blimey, you know, with the you know the parachute team with their resources, eighteen what eighteen game unbeaten run, um, and he's only three points in it. So, look, we're still in, we're still holding, and we're still there, we're still there in second. But um, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough to stay there for the rest of the season. Of course, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Very quick one, Dave. Another midfielder who his situation yeah. is situation is up in the air is Idris yeah. Mazzuni. Give us your yeah. take on that one. Well, interesting one. Yeah, some, from what we understand, some what was it low, low six-figure bids rejected um, in well, presumably in this window in the last few days. Um, well, yeah, an interesting one. Clearly, he's well covered at Orient. He's had a great couple of great couple of seasons there. Um, yeah, yeah, will he? Will he? Will he get into our team? Probably not. Will he? Probably not now. So I think it's just a case of hanging on, hanging on to get the best fee we can, you know, possibly for him. Yeah, yep. agree with that one. Thanks everyone in the chat. Thank you everyone. Um, if you are still here, please give us a thumbs up before you go. We appreciate that. Um, and a subscribe as well. Five star rating if you're listening on podcast app of choice. Dave, thank you very much for your your summings up, your assessment. Uh, do you want to give us a prediction for Wimbledon tomorrow? As easy as oh, that. One, two. One, two. That's exciting. Magic of the FA Cup. Yeah, um, I can see it. Dan and our mates at Rovers Chat, thank you so much for your time as well. Thank you um, for your honest assessment. And again, thank you for giving up your Friday night and all that kind of stuff as well. We appreciate you. Well, we'll get you a Blue Monday mug or something as a thank you. But you're very much a Blackburn fan, so... Um, no, thank you for joining us here tonight. And thank you, everyone, in the chat as well. Some good stuff here. We've got a 4-1 prediction from Kevin there. So that would be... Although it, it might be... Is it 1-4, one, 4-1? Four, four, one? Yeah, I think you mean... Does he mean 1-4? How about, what about Dan? We need a prediction from you for tonight. Oh, yeah, then. Cambridge. Just yeah. so I can follow it. Just so we've got some interest. What are you saying? Your game. Oh, for Rovers, yeah. Anything. I'll go for a win. I'll go for a free Rovers. We're like a, a good cup win. We just can't defend. So, yeah, 4-3. <laughs> A lot of love for you in the chat as well. But thank you, everyone, for joining in. Enjoy your Friday night. We'll be back on Sunday for the flagship show. And thank you for joining us on the day that Ipswich Town. Let's put his face up. Look at him there. Serious business face there. Uh, Lewis Travis joins online from Blackburn Rovers to the end of the season. And we'll be back for flagship show. And we will, the podcast clacks will go off if we've got some meaningful business to talk about. But until then, thank you, everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.